0: Now a lot of people will ask me, yo Malcolm
1: where did you get your suit from whenever I'm getting ready for my big business meeting and you know I'll tell them you know, I only get my suits from one spot and that's Indochino and I tell them because you know Indochino they get you the suits that fit just right. Indochino is also the world's largest made to menswear brand. They make suits, shirts, coats and more and everything made to your exact measurements for a great fit. Indochino process is simple. Choose your fabric, pick your customizations, and submit your measurements. Your package will be delivered straight to your door in two weeks. You can also get measured and design your suits at your nearest Indochino showroom or you can do it all yourself online at Indochino.com. Right now, you can save $30 on your total purchase of $399 or more at Indochino.com when you enter promo code BLUEWIRE at checkout, plus shipping is free. That's Indochino.com promo code BLUEWIRE. For $30 off your total purchase of $399 or more and I gotta say that is a, an incredible deal for made to measure clothing. You really have no excuse for to wear any suits that don't fit because really <laughs> if you're wearing oversized suits this is not the 90s no more you gotta get yourself a fitted suit so there's really no excuse to get a suit that fit. Yep. on today's episode of the pride podcast we have a vikings and lions game preview we also have some bold predictions and game predictions and we have some voicemails can the detroit lions pull an upset and get a victory or are they going to take by default and just lose this game find out on episode 64 of the pride podcast
0: Liar wants to throw from deep in the pocket, throws deep downfield. He wants door set, it is picked up by Lion.
2: Yo, what is going on, guys? Welcome back to the Pride Podcast on the Blue Wire Network. And today's episode is going to be sponsored by Indochinos, ShipStation, and Harrys.com. I got the two suspects, as always with me, Pierre and Malcolm. And today, we got to talk about some injury report. We got the Minnesota Vikings coming or actually, we were traveling to Minnesota, and we got all some new voicemails, and so it's gonna be a fun episode. So, how you guys doing? I'm good, chilling. Yeah, you know, I'm I'm good, man. I'm always good. You guys, uh, doing all right since that Thanksgiving loss? You know, we've had a week to heal up a little bit.
3: Yeah, I'm good. what I mean. I'm just expect- accepting
2: the fact that we suck, so. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. All right, let's get into this uh, Detroit Lions and Minnesota Vikings injury report. So, who wants to up the Detroit Lions report? You got Pierre or Malcolm? You guys? I say.
3: have it in front of me.
2: I guess hey, Gwen, it's a, yeah. I I you. I got you. I'll don't say Malcolm
3: the thing. All right, Deshaun Hand, we are recording on a Thursday night. So, Deshaun Hand has an ankle injury. He was limited yesterday. He didn't practice today, so he suffered a setback. <clears throat> Snacks is dealing with a uh, calf and a knee injury. He was a full today. Today was no price. But also said a veteran rest day. Stafford's still not out there with the hip in the back. Agnew uh, with an ankle limited both days. Sam Arn with an abdomen limited both days. Rashawn Melvin with the ribs injury limited both days. And Austin Bryant wasn't on the report yesterday, but he's on the report today with a hip listed as limited. So the two guys who got hurt, um, Deshaun Hand and Austin Bryant, looks like they got hurt
2: in practice.
3: One with the ankle with the hip.
2: Yeah, well, beautiful. It looks like we, were, we might actually have a healthy defensive line for this game. But now we got Sean Ann and Austin Bryant appear on the report. Doesn't mean they're not going to play the game, but um, yeah. Okay. Well, let's do this. Uh, I guess Vikings report. So their list is not that long. It's pretty simple. Uh, Adam Thielen has not practiced the last two days with the hammy. Riley Reef is dealing with the concussion. He's not practiced the last two days. Lindvall Joseph one of their star defense alignment was did not practice on Wednesday, but was limited on Thursday Delvin cook who appeared on the injury report last Friday kind of all of a sudden has been limited the last two days Everson Griffin has been limited the last two days as well Eric Wilson had a limited on Wednesday and was full on Thursday safety Harrison Smith is dealing with the hamstring as well He was limited on a Wednesday and he was full participant on Thursday and then to end off Shamar Stevens He's dealing with the knee injury. He's been limited the last two days. So not too bad for the Minnesota Vikings side. Sweet. And they're coming off a Monday night game. So I guess a little short rest for them. So they're coming from Seattle as well. So traveling from the West Coast back to the Midwest. So they got a short week. And, you know, who was better to play than the Detroit Lions, right? Yeah. <laughs> with that top five defense, right? Oh, what?
3: yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> they actually got better. They did. I mean, they they're they right twenty ninth now. They were thirty first. No, yeah. Wait, the Lions
3: defense got better. I thought you were talking about the Vikings. The Vikings no, uh, got no. better.
1: No, because of our rushing defense, it went down to twenty third. No, um, no. Yeah, we, we we're twenty ninth now. We're not thirty first no more.
2: Okay. Good we ha we have played one of the worst offenses. The last Three, four, last three weeks. Uh, with that being Chicago twice and Washington once. So not the greatest offenses. So
1: well, it's, it's mainly the, the Russian defense that actually balanced it out to make them to twenty ninth. Because before the Russian defense was like twenty eighth, and now they're down to
2: twenty third. So I guess that balances out to like twenty twenty ninth in the league. Okay, so Delvin Cook might not eat us as much as he will. He he might not get two hundred yards this game. Okay, <laughs> all <laughs> right. <laughs> But as we were talking about the injury report, Carryon uh, Johnson, man, uh, he actually returned to practice, and he is eligible to return as early as Week 16 versus the Denver Broncos. So, there's that. Yeah, we'll
3: see what happens with that. Um, okay, so remember, Kirk <laughs> Cousins was struggling earlier in the year, was like throwing a ton of picks and like not that many touchdowns.
1: Yeah, wasn't even throwing the ball. I think the first game he threw nine passes. Well,
3: now he has 23 touchdowns and four picks and 10th in the league in passing yards, so they're passing the ball effectively. Um, Dalvin Cook and Alexander Madison, those are their one and two, and Alexander Madison is still really good. Uh, Their wide receivers, they'll be out probably without feeling. Diggs is still a dog. The other guys um, aren't that good.
2: Your boy Treadwell, man.
3: Not my boy. (laughs) Um, I have to admit, though, when he came out of Ole Miss, I liked him yeah and then some we saw that 40 times it was like ew
2: some people compared him as kelvin johnson's future replacement no
3: way hell in hell no, 40 times it was like <laughs> awful well
2: it was before it was before the comment i remember people right. were like oh we, we need laquan shreddle this guy's kelvin's replacement <laughs> that's replacement yeah, trying that like was to supposed
3: us to be sammy Walker, remember and, that, sammy. and then after sammy was supposed to be eric ebron that that's another story um their <laughs> okay. tight end uh they have a really good one two punch. Um Rudolph and Irv Smith. Irv is actually coming into his own. Uh he's developing nicely for them. He's becoming a better blog for them. Kyle Rudolph could do it all, obviously. Their offensive line, remember how it was kind of like bad and sucky? Now it's kind of like average. It, it's improved. But they'll probably be out without Reef. So um Rashad Hill will start. He's he's like he's kind of like kind of like your Troy Crosby for them. A Crosby, I'd say maybe he's better. Um, yeah, their O-line, like, I'm not going to go through it all, but they give up some sacks, though. They've given up a lot of sacks. Their interior is not as good. So, if Detroit could get some pressure in the interior, they'll be fine. If. Um, big if. If. <laughs> yeah. um, Deshaun Hayden with an ankle injury, and then we all know Snacks can't rush the passer. Hey, Aishon can't run the, rush the passer. Maybe you put Flowers in. And then that, Flowers against Rashad Hill,
2: you know, that the John backup tackle. I got John yeah. Atkins. Yep. <laughs> Mike Daniels. <laughs> Nine snaps uh, is here.
3: Um, so Detroit, like, you know, like, I don't know what they're going to do. But also they could take advantage of the uh, Flowers versus Rashad. We know Flowers always balls out against shitty tackles. So we'll see what happens there. And Brian O'Neill is their best lineman, Devon Kennard, That guy isn't allowed a sack this year. So let's switch to the defense. Uh, <laughs> Daniil Hunter and Everson Griffin have 18 sacks combined. Um, uh, Limbaugh Joseph is a good nose tackle. You said he's hurt. I don't know if he's going to play. Uh, their linebackers are really good. Eric Kendricks and, uh, uh, what's his faith? Anthony Barbar's is having a little bit down here, but he's still like a dog. Like he's still really good. Their corners have been awful. Like, Xavier Rose has been getting toasted left and right. I think he might be benched this week. So they got Trey Waynes. They got Mike Hughes. They got, um, who's the other guy? I have him here. Mackenzie Alexander, he's like their nickel. He's solid. But their corners aren't that good, bro. They're just not that good. Xavier Rhodes actually has a nickname this year. Have you heard Rhodes of open?
2: The roads are open, yeah. There you
3: go. <laughs> <laughs> well, Marvin Jones Marvin Jones always like bodies him. So.
2: I, I'll never forget the day where you told me to bench Marvin Jones' fantasy when we were playing the Vikings.
3: <laughs> yeah, and then I apologized for that. I'm glad I did not listen to you. I you am glad got- you listen to me either. 43 um, points. Their safety, they have like a really good safety duo. Anthony Harris is coming into his own. He's playing really, really good football. And then Harris Smith is like a top five safety. So that's like a brief rundown of them.
2: Yeah. I mean, you want to talk about some uh, certain matchups to look out for? I guess the matchup for the game always from the Lions and Vikings play is Marvin Jones versus Xavier Rhodes. It's something to always look out for. And
3: Slaver's digs. Slaver's digs. is he will likely be out again. He hasn't practiced the last two
2: days. That is always an intriguing matchup as well. And then I'm trying to think of some other matchups some interesting matchups, I guess you could talk about. You gotta stop their run. Who needs to stop the run? The Lions need to stop the Vikings run. The Lions need to stop,
3: if you can't stop the
2: Vikings run. The
3: Vikings are like they run power, man. They're hard to bring down. They're two guys you gotta tackle well. Yeah, Dalvin Cook and Madison, Jerry Davis, Christian Jones, the interior, of the D line, they have to be on their A game.
2: Yep, and uh, we saw what they did to us week yeah. eight at Ford Field. Man, we couldn't stop it. But I guess we didn't have Deshaun Hand. I guess we'll see if that's any change, if any. But
1: I just think I mean, the run defense, defense is playing better. I think They're, the run defense is playing better in general.
3: Ours, yeah, but like we yeah. haven't faced like a team like them since the Raiders. Like with the running game, they we're they like about. they were power
1: We played the we Cowboys. Put, we played Zeke.
2: Oh yeah, we did. My bad, I'm tripping. But they didn't run Zeke that much. Dallas didn't run it that much, right? They ran. We stopped it. We focused on. We focused just on Zeke and let them do whatever the hell they wanted besides that. <laughs> oh yeah, I yeah,
4: Thank
2: you. My bad. Um, Cause they, yeah, because I think that 500 yards of offense that that game, over 500 yards of offense, and they kind of just let Dak do whatever he wanted. I think they, I think they were that game was just to see what Dak could do. I don't think they thought he. They don't think they thought highly of Dak Prescott. And he torched them even with the Mar- without Amari Cooper for most of the yeah. game.
3: Well, regardless, I think Dalvin Cook's is like he's like one of the best backs right now in the league. He scares me, so.
2: Madsen is good to you, man. I like Alexander Madsen as well. Madison yeah,
3: is like yeah. a weak version of like of Dalvin Cook. Cook. <laughs> yeah. <I'm> Dalvin Cook. <laughs> they run the same. Like they're really similar in their styles. I agree.
1: Yeah.
3: Um what was another matchup I wanted to talk about? Another matchup is like well, they're going against David Blau, rookie linebacker, and we know Zimmerman's actually a defensive genius, even though his defense is struggling, but he is a defensive genius. He's going to disguise coverages left and right. He did that with – he used to confuse, confuse Stafford. He's going to confuse the heck out of Blau. So Blau has to, like, be able to make the right reads and not get too confused. That's that's a matchup that I'll be watching. Those double-A gap blitzing, man.
2: <sighs> we, we have some insight now, though. We have Kyle Sloader, who used to be a former Minnesota Viking <laughs> during the preseason. Oh,
3: yeah. I mean, these teams know each other. We're, like, <laughs> alive. The same schemes are being run. We know it's, they know us inside now. We know them inside and out.
1: Yeah, but the yeah. good thing about um, David Blau is that um, they say he's really, 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 really smart.
3: Yeah, he's poised. You can see. Yeah. He doesn't panic.
1: Yeah, so, I mean, hopefully it doesn't, like, Zimmerman don't, you know, disguise too much and confuse him. But we'll see what happens, man.
2: Yeah, I, t- I told you guys, week eight, I did not like this match for the Detroit Lions. And that's when we were a little more higher on the Detroit Lions. We right. are not week 13. I believe Or 14 were we 13 14 14. Um, I'm still not high about this matchup I still hate this match for the lines. I don't think they match up at all with this Vikings team um, You know the way they play is just a different ball game. man. like Vikings are at one of those like Fringe elite teams that could make a run of the playoffs man. They're a really good football team Yeah, I agree And we suck so yeah, yeah, let's take a quick commercial break We'll talk about Harry's, we'll talk about ShipStation and then we'll do some predictions and then we'll do my favorite part, voicemails. So all right. Holiday season is coming. The holiday rush is coming. So you guys gotta prepare. If you're selling online, you better get ready for the Ship Station. With more people buying online than ever before, you are able to ship orders out quickly, efficiently, and affordably. But how do you keep a track of all those orders, or decide which shipping carriers to use, or if you're getting the best rates? Luckily, ShipStation can help. With just a few clicks, you can be managing your orders, printing labels, and getting those products out your door and deliver it in time for the holidays. Like I said, it's very easy to print. I talk about ShipStation all the time. It's so convenient. They have all the big carriers as well, which is very convenient. No matter where you're selling, like I mentioned, Amazon, Etsy, and even your own website, ShipStation brings all your orders into one simple interface, makes them really easy to manage from any device, even or cell phone, and they even offer big discounts on shipping costs. Now, any business can access the same postage that are usually received for large, fortunate, five hundred companies. You'll always know you're getting the best deal. That's why ShipStation is the number one choice for online sellers. You'll ship more in less time with the best rates available. Take the hassle out of the holiday shipping this year. Let ShipStation let you handle it all with ease. Just use my offer code blue to get 60 days free trial set. So you guys are getting 60 days free and the holidays are coming up. So you have no reason not to try it out. That's two months free of hassle free stress for the holidays. Just visit ShipStation.com, click on the microphone at the top of the page, and type in blue. That's ShipStation.com. Enter code blue. ShipStation.com. Make ship happen. Alright guys, let's talk about Harry's You guys hear me talk about harry's all the time. Best in the business for the shaving business. Humans have been shaving for thousands of years and the secret to a great shave, it hasn't really changed much. The ancients of Greece didn't need the flex balls or the heated handles and neither do you. That's why Harry doesn't overcharge you to get those very expensive razors. They focus on delivering what actually matters, sharp, durable blades at a fair price. I love Harry's because it gives me a close shave, easily glide, low price. Do us a favor and check out harrys.com slash bluewire for your free trial today why would you use harry's harry's is a return to the essentials quality durable blades at a fair place just two dollars per blade harry's just super convenient blades refill are delivered directly to your door on schedule with or without a subscription and there's no risk to you for trying them out if you don't love your shave let them know and they'll give you a full refund so if you guys do not like it just let them know they'll give you a full refund Listeners of my show of the Pride Podcast can redeem their Harry's trial set at harrys.com slash blue wire. You get a weight, economic handle for a firm grip, a five blade razor with a lubricating strip and trimmer blade, a rich lathering shaving gel with aloe to keep your skin hydrated, and a travel blade to cover your your razor easy and grab on the go. Go to harrys.com slash blue wire to start shaving today. All right, we are back from that break. And as I promised, that like we're gonna do some predictions and we're gonna do some voicemails. All right, so before we do our predictions, I do want to read off the standings. I believe we all took a win this week. We all took Chicago to win the game. So as of right now, me and Malcolm are tied for first place at six and six, Peterson at five and seven, and the people listening are at three and four. So, um Malcolm, you wanna go ahead and read your pred- predictions off first?
1: <laughs> um, I'm gonna um, I'm gonna do something out, out of the ordinary right now. Oh no. Yep, I am, and the reason why is because I need to jump you on one of these games, and um, I have to pick a game that everybody's not gonna pick.
2: Are you just assuming
1: I'm taking the Vikings? I know you're taking the Vikings. Oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> Okay.
3: I know you're taking the Vikings. Vegas has the um, Vikings thirteen point favorites.
1: Yeah, I know they do. Um and anybody in right mind would pick Minnesota to win this game. But Malcolm's trying to hop the standings. He's trying to do something bold. Yeah, yeah, I'm trying this this is my bold, my bold <laughs> move. <laughs> Go everybody's it. gonna hate it because everybody's like, Tank! What are you doing? We need a tank. I don't know, man. But David Blau looks pretty nice. Um Bro Scarborough, he's he's a hell of a runner. I think we could pull upset. I'm gonna go a high scoring game,
2: thirty twenty-seven lines. All right, all right. I'm gonna say that's your bold prediction as well. That that, that is your bold prediction as well. You don't even need to say one. <laughs> that is yeah, bold that's my out. bold prediction. I mean yeah, I mean I, I think you're just saying it's a close game is bold enough, honestly. Not even the lines winning. I think you're saying it's gonna be close is bold. Yeah. Alright, I'm gonna say my predictions, then we'll get Pierre. Um my prediction is Malcolm's right. I am taking the Minnesota Vikings to win this game. Um, I'm taking the Vikings yep. to win thirty to fourteen. And my bold fourteen. Yeah, thirty to fourteen Minnesota. Uh, my bold prediction is uh, Matt or Sam Martin will punt the ball oh. seven times this game.
3: Okay, <laughs> that, that's bold. I'll give you that. Whatever. That, that's pretty damn say bold. Something
1: awful like that. <laughs> man? Okay. All
3: right. Um, I got the Vikings winning thirty to twenty. It's gonna be like thirty to thirteen garbage time to score a touchdown, some shit like that. This to be as close as it appears, but and then my bold prediction is we're gonna see like not one trick play, but two trick plays.
1: No, by who?
3: Um, one on special teams, one on offense.
1: So, no, is it gonna be like Detroit's gonna do or or, or, yeah, um,
3: Detroit, Detroit, Detroit,
1: Detroit's gonna do two trick plays.
3: Yeah, one on special teams,
2: one on offense. Maybe we'll see another onside kick in the first half or something like that. We'll see. Maybe we'll see. All right. Um, well, that's our predictions. So um, if you guys want to go ahead and vote, go to the Pride Podcast Instagram page. It will be up on Friday or Saturday on the story. So it's just a poll. All you got to do is click the Lions or Vikings. It's pretty simple. All right. But with that note, let's do a few voicemails and answer some of you guys' questions or if you guys have vent, whatever it is. So let's do that. Alright, say no more.
4: melt melt So some kind of a today. The These nuts. Ha! Gotti.
1: Alright, uh, voicemail.
5: probably annoyed with my phone number at this point. But I have a question. So, last year, or like I guess this year, CBS and a couple other websites rank the Lions schedule as like around the 18th to 20th hardest in the NFL. So, somewhere right in the middle, of pretty much everything. Um, so, because I'm always optimistic, I'm looking toward next year already, and it looks to be just about the same. Uh, Tennessee, Minnesota twice, Green Bay twice, Chicago twice, all the regular suspects. Jacksonville, the Saints, Tampa Bay, Houston, Indianapolis, Carolina, and Atlanta, and then NFC East team, which that, that division is just totally up in the air, and then NFC West team. So a lot of very winnable games against teams that are just about, I'd say a little bit better than us. Like Indianapolis is going to be the home game. Houston is going to be a home game. The Buccaneers are a home game. The Saints are a home game. So I was just wondering what you guys think. Um, is gonna happen next year against teams like that we have that we have to play next year. Um, just wondering. So and please, just a quick thing afterward. The whole Matt Patricia thing is so annoying. Like, uh the guy's not gonna lose his job. And that guy in the, I can't remember his name. He's a defensive tackle, the, the head rusher. We're not gonna get him either. You. This is the Detroit Lions. We know we're gonna end up with the eighth round pick. They're gonna eat. They're gonna beat uh, Tampa Bay. They're gonna beat the uh, Broncos, and that's what's gonna happen. It's our team, you know. They always do this. They always, oh, we're gonna have a top ten pick. We're to, not top ten. We're gonna have like a top three pick. We're gonna get the beating guy in the draft. It's gonna be great. And then we end up with an eighth pick and get a mediocre guy who doesn't seem to pan out ever. So, um, and just to give everyone some optimism, I just want to let everybody know. The 49ers had the second round pick, and now they're where they are now. So I'm always trying to look optimistic, uh, and want to know what you guys think.
0: Thanks.
2: All right. So um, he brought up the 2020 schedule. He brought up that we were playing the AFC South, and we're playing the NFC or yeah, the AFC South and the NFC South. So we're playing both the Souths, and the teams that will likely be playing from the East and the West. Um, it will probably be the Cardinals again. It will be the Cardinals again. We're going to be going down to Arizona again. And then as it's looking right now, Washington Redskins will probably come here. It will either be the Skins or the Giants most likely. Okay. Um, and the predictions for 2020, I can't give you those right now. Um, I think I could vouch for Peter and Malcolm right now that we cannot give those right now. Yeah. I mean, we still have a whole free agency to go. We still have a whole draft to go. And this is not just for the Lions. This is not just for the Lions. For other teams as well i want to see what the other teams look like too so right um, that is way too difficult to predict in december of 2019 of our opponents of next fall of 2020 so i unfortunately cannot give you that and um what was the other part of the question chase young that's that's the name you're forgetting Yep. Yeah. Yeah. um yeah i mean we probably won't get him i don't know if i agree that will be tampa and denver but i don't think we'll be as low as low enough to get chase young i agree with that and um i don't know if we'll go all the way to eight it's possible but um yeah we'll definitely see and yeah i mean i guess you look at the schedule if you want to look at this year's like how those teams are looking i guess i mean you can look kind of optimistic i mean the afc south has got some solid teams the texans texans are good Colts are solid titans are solid and then the nfc south is you know sorry saints are really good and that's about it. But um, that's if you're looking at this year's team. I mean, we'll see. The Panthers are gonna look totally different next year. Love a new head coach. The Falcons,
3: they're so talented. Yeah. Uh, next year's schedule. I mean, I don't want to yeah. get into it too much, but like, you can't say it's easy. Like, you you don't know how they'll look.
2: Yeah, and the Falcons. Those
3: opponents are legit. Some of them, bro. Like, you just yeah. name some.
2: The Falcons might blow it up, but that's something to see. Definitely, you know. Oh, I don't think so. They just paid Julio a shitload of money. I would blow
3: it up. That's that team's a mess. But that's I
2: would not question. blow it
3: up. They just not need the, to fix their
2: defense. Their offense is good. I would have blow it up. That's a different question on a different day. And yep. Dan Dan Quinn will probably not be in town either. So that they'll have a new true. coach. They'll have a new coach as probably. well.
3: In Detroit, hopefully, Matt Patricia will be out of town. But we'll see.
2: Well, he <laughs> says he just said the whole narrative. He I forgot to mention that part. He doesn't like that part. <laughs> <laughs> so um, yeah, okay. Hey, yeah, but so, shout out
3: to this guy, man. He's calling. Yeah. He's interacting with us. We appreciate it. Thank you, man.
2: Yeah, yeah us, we appreciate it, man. Definitely. Giving us, us the update on the 2020 schedule. I love it. Yeah, man. <laughs> yeah. I, didn't, I, didn't, I didn't even, I even looked that far. Man, now I, know, I, know I know. Now I know. I know. All the way till 22.
3: <laughs> yeah. Damn, Ty, Ty, guys. Tyler has, like, the best memory ever. If you tell him what happened, like, on November 30th at 1 o'clock, he'll know right away. <laughs> he has the best memory. No cab. Even Malcolm knows.
1: He does. he does. I don't know how he does it. It's All only right. with the Lions. Now it's cool. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, Next question.
4: What's going on, fellas? Um, so my question today is, um, it's about free agency. Um, I don't know how much money the Lions got in the uh, cap or whatever to sign people, but there's going to be some nice little free agent guys in the free agent pool. Um, I just wanted to see who you guys think they should possibly try to target. I mean, I would think a pass rusher, but I know in the last podcast, y'all said uh, the Lions wasn't paying no another D in the big contract, which is understandable, you know what I'm saying? I honestly would prefer to Davian Clowney over Trey Flowers any day of the week, but, you know, that that's not going to happen. But there's going to be some solid guys in the – I mean, solid guys in free agency this year, a couple corners um some linebackers and passers it's gonna be honestly a lot of guys defensively so i want to get y'all opinion on that See what y'all thought about that and then um do y'all guys know when y'all gonna do the update starting the light lions possibly um draft uh the draft round like one through seven or whatever like who the lions might uh go about for the uh players in the draft honestly if it was me if we had if we had a top five pick, which I think we is. I honestly trade up and get Trey, Trey, Young. Cause like he was saying, Trey Young is just like one in the, one in the generation kind of player. Like, and he really can make our team a lot better and, and change the culture of Detroit. Not saying we're going to win the Super Bowl next year, but I mean, you know, a game record with a front four pass rush. So, and then another thing about a head coach change. I don't know about y'all, but I really like Ty Bowles. The defensive coordinator for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I don't feel like he got enough credit when he was a, a head coach for the Jets, but I mean, everything he had over there was trash. Like he really didn't have no kind of true talent. So, and then he got the Tampa Bay Bucks defense ball. So, I just wanted to get you guys' opinion on that. All right, appreciate it. Wow.
1: Well, okay. Yes. Out um, to so this it Just to do that like
2: call last the last episode,
1: man. That's,
4: yeah. what,
2: that's what I thought. Um. So Jeff coverage for our podcast. Let's get off with that real quick. Um. We actually will have someone be joining from the draft network very soon. Not confirmed yet, but we're in the talkings of having some, you know, draft coverage very soon for you guys. And, actually, it's you know, confirmed. Oh, you wanna say it's confirmed? you wanna say who it is as well? No, we don't have to say it now, but okay. it's yeah, yeah, it it confirmed. It okay, it confirmed.
1: It is confirmed. Um it
2: should what,
1: next couple of weeks? Two more weeks, two okay, more, weeks, two more weeks.
2: Yeah, so Sounds yeah, let's we'll start we're starting to pump some draft coverage early this year, you know, maybe some mid December draft coverage before the college football playoffs before all the bowl games we want to you know get some you know get you guys knowledgeable about some of these guys when you're watching on new year's and all that stuff so um yeah so yeah we'll have jeff cup Jerry soon chase young we've mentioned this before i said i personally would not trade up for him i was kind of more assuming that we'd win a few more ball games maybe we'd get like the eighth ninth pick if we're around that range i personally would not trade for chase young just because i think it would cost a lot but let's say you're in the top five and you want to move from like four to two or five to two. It's going to be a more reasonable trade offer that I'm more willing to you know, trade for personally. So I agree with that as well. And then free agency, I know Pierre's got all the numbers money-wise and some guys he likes. So, Pierre, that's all you right there, man. Yeah.
3: Uh, he mentioned a pass rusher. I don't know if this guy was actually a free agent, but this guy makes sense. It's from the interior where Detroit lacks a pass rusher. And it's the dude from the Kansas City Chiefs, Chris Jones. Oh, okay. He's a beast. I didn't know about him. He killed us. I found out um, the other day about that. He killed us. If they want to spend money big on one player, that's him. So Detroit right now has about forty, forty-two million. But if they like make some changes, which they're expected to, there's there's gonna be movement. I'm not gonna say which players, but Detroit could probably have around fifty to sixty million. There's probably gonna be some movement with some players. Um, so that's like a decent number amount to spend. Uh, probably look at corner. You're probably gonna have to look at corner again, maybe a linebacker, and offensively you need a guard. They they haven't played Graham Glasgow, so they're just positions to watch. Some names at linebacker, um, Kyle Van Noy. Okay, uh, he's played in the system. He might chase the money. He he he's won a lot. He might chase the money. You never know. Um, then you got Joe Schobert, coverage linebacker for the Browns. He's a beast in coverage. Really good linebacker. Chew Doesn't Nathan. fit the size they like, but he's like he's better than Davis. Yeah, James he's 29 but he's good He's a big linebacker um, A pass rusher If They want to go another pass rusher Opposite of Flowers You got Yannick Ngakwe He's a dog um, You got Bud Dupree More like a Jack linebacker kind of guy um, And then offensively They want to go like another guard The best guard on the market is Brandon Sheriff From their Washington Redskins um, I don't have the list all in front of me But there's like, there's, like some mid-tier guards Also hitting the market so the guard market will be loaded. And then if they want to go running back, Derrick Henry.
1: Mm. Derrick
3: Henry. Yeah. So there's options, just depends what they attack. You know what I mean? So we'll see what happens. But Detroit does have a lot of needs. I wouldn't be shocked if they did like any of those
1: moves. I
2: okay. guess we'll we'll wait and see, man.
1: Yep. Okay. I guess you guys hit the questions off. Uh this is the last question of the day. Uh let's hit it off. Next question. Hey guys,
5: it's David wanted to send a shout out love you guys show what the hell is this team doing God. I think the problem is really stem at the GM but that that's for another episode um, heard that uh, carry on Johnson's coming back um, so carry on and bow uh, what do you guys think about the two of them uh, as a one two punch in the backfield uh, also, what do you guys think about our Michigan man, uh, uh, Jim Harbaugh, being the next head coach? I hear What you guys think about that?
4: But yeah, hey. So, love the show. Like to hear what
5: you
1: guys think about those questions. Talk to you guys later. Yerp. Your- <laughs> <laughs> hey, whoa, 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 whoa! Wait, God. Wait hurt. a goddamn minute. <laughs> <laughs> you do my yerp?
3: Yeah, friend. Your- a question, Malcolm.
1: <laughs> that was great. No, 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 that's what's up, man. I, I appreciate it, man. I, you know, I,
2: I love that, man. That's what's up. That's awesome. Yeah. All right. Oh, uh, answer the Jim Harbaugh question first. Yeah. Um, you should have saw Peter's face when he heard that guy say yeah, Jim Harbaugh. It squinted. It, it, it squinted. it did
1: not look. they look pleasant? Like he didn't want him. Well, man.
3: like, but you think about it though. Like I was just thinking about it. what he did with the Niners was really impressive. So maybe I'd give him a shot. Like, I was just thinking about it again. Maybe in the NFL, you give him a shot because he's had a lot of success in the league. But in college, it's been different. But college and NFL is different.
1: You don't, have to it's it's a different road.
3: you don't have to deal with kids and deal with stupid shit. You just come to the NFL, deal with professionals. But Jim Harbaugh does rub people the wrong way. And if he came here, he'd probably want full control of the roster. And I doubt he'd leave Michigan right now. I think, like, he, he, he likes what he's doing. I mean, he basically controls Michigan, bro. Like, he's the boss there. Like, no one could tell him what to do.
2: Yeah. Could you imagine him leaving Ann Arbor just to come to Detroit? Like, I can't even imagine. I can never see that happening. Yeah. Like, if he were to ever leave Michigan to go for uh, an NFL job, I would, like, I don't think it would be in the state of Michigan, honestly. Like, I can never see him coming to coach for the Detroit Lions. I feel like it would be, like, I don't know, example, like Carolina or something like that. Like, we just fight Rivera, but. I can never see. I can never see him going from Ann Arbor to Detroit like that.
3: Yeah, I don't okay. see him coming here. I think he's just going to retire in Ann Arbor.
2: You think
1: he's going to um, go retire?
3: Like, like oh, he's, he's going to stay in Ann Arbor plays, until, like, until years. Unless he wins, he wins like big. Maybe young. he'll go back, but he'll probably just stay in Ann Arbor. I, I
2: think he's. I think he's just saying he's going to finish his career over there because Michigan. Yeah, right. I mean. yeah, yeah. maybe. Yeah. Just, yeah,
1: maybe he's there for like twenty years. Who knows? when yeah, yeah, I mean, I mean, when I mean like
2: retire in Ann Arbor, that's what I mean. Like he'll
1: yeah,
3: retire there. Yeah, yeah don't I mean, cool. fire,
2: and um, the carry on and bow combo. Oh, okay, this one is uh very interesting, and very interesting. my opinion, my opinion is not a very popular opinion. So, neither. Uh, yeah, Malcolm's with me. I think so. There was news of carry-on Johnson returning to practice, and he's eligible to w- return Week 16 and 97 to 98, and even Glover Quinn and James ahead of comments on this, yeah. <laughs> um, and they don't agree with carry uh, on johnson returning to practice and potentially returning and all i'm gonna say like i said my opinion is not very popular i know pierre does not agree one bit with me but what i'm gonna say is carry on johnson is in year two and he's already been placed on ir two times right yeah What the hell has Kerryon Johnson proved to me that he could be my starting running back going into 2020 and where I should put all confidence and faith into Kerryon Johnson to be my starting running back in 2020? If he gets hurt, he gets hurt. If we're going to play the scared game for every single player, then why the hell is Kenny Galladay playing? Why the hell is Marvin Jones playing? Why is Trey Flowers playing? I can keep going. Why did they activate Austin Bryant?
3: I'll answer that question once you're not.
2: and, And my point is... If he gets hurt, he gets hurt. He's, it's not, it wasn't meant to be at that point then, if he gets hurt. I'm not going to be cautious because he's on a salary. He's there to play. He's not there to sit his ass down and watch Lions games. He's there uh-huh. to play. I uh-huh. drafted – we drafted him in the second round. Uh-huh. I want him out there, and I want to see him and Bo Scarborough out there together, even if it is two meaningless football games. All right,
3: so that's basically you and Malcolm talking, right? Because Malcolm thinks yeah, the same thing.
2: I, I pretty much think the same thing, yeah.
3: All right, here's my opinion. What's the point of bringing him back for two games? Now, let me get into this. In high school, he suffered a left shoulder injury, a right shoulder injury, an MCL injury, and a thumb injury. That's just his high school injuries, okay? In college, Mm -hmm. he suffered ribs injury, a hamstring injury, an ankle injury, and a shoulder injury. All right, there's already a durability concerns. Like, drafting him right now kind of seems like a question. But Okay, and then the NFL, last year he had a left knee injury, and this year he has a right knee injury. So this guy's been hurt like in almost every body part, shoulder, thumb, ribs, ankle, whatever. You name it, he's been hurt, right? Yeah. So, okay, so you invested a second round in this guy and you traded up for him too. You still think highly of him. He hasn't been healthy, but you still think like he's going to be a big part of your running back rotation next year, correct? Yeah. Right. So what's the point of playing him in these last two games?
1: Because, I mean, just like you said, like all those injuries that you just mentioned, do you trust him to be your future back? Okay, but he could injuries? get
3: hurt again, and then you need another back.
1: He could get hurt week one of the preseason next year.
3: I'm just saying, though, you have to, you have to play cautious with him, bro. He could get
1: hurt no in the preseason. Play? Week two of the preseason. He could get hurt week three in the preseason.
3: Right, okay. Those are a lot just, of
1: meaningless games.
3: Okay, exactly, but these games, there's nothing to play for. Like, what are we playing for? If it was the playoffs, Sure, activate him. but there's do
1: you nothing. Think a, do you think he's going to play in the preseason week one? That yeah. game is, means absolutely nothing. But he can get hurt he, just like Derrick Davis did.
3: That much. They, I think they, play, they don't play him that much. Um, I think they don't play him until like, week three. They play a
1: lot. What about week three? It's, it's we're not it's, talking
3: about next year. Though. We're talking about right now. What's the point of him playing right now coming off a knee injury? There's he, has,
1: he has something he has, he has to improve. This year, he he's has, averaging. What if he gets hurt? He's screwed. This, this is the thing right now. This is the way I look at carry on. Carry on Johnson's average is 3.5 yards per carry this year. That's not the all on played. him,
3: though, man. That's not all on him. In the beginning of the year, the running scheme was bad. They kind of changed it up a little. They stopped doing, like, a lot of 12 personnel. They went yeah. away from that. It looks like they changed, they're they changing up their scheme a little. You could tell they changed it up a little.
1: Okay. I mean, that, this, this is a great time to see if it was, was going on the offensive line or if it was just carry know. on. Was because now Johnson is doing
3: I both. Both practices.
1: bro. Bo Scarborough's doing a hell of a job I right now. I
3: have a question. What if Stafford comes back for Stampa Bay? Will you question that. Stafford I, is I'm proven. Not,
1: not, we're not talking about Stafford right now. We're hey, talking hey, about carry-on. Car- Stafford's, that Stafford's not averaging 3.5 yards per carry.
3: I told you, though. That's not fair. You can't blame that all on carry-on. Yes, whole I can. Like,
1: I, I can't because, because—
3: Awful, bro. And he saw—how about this? He saw the what most is, what is, percentage in the league when he was playing. Like teams I hear
1: box. I hear you, but Bo what Scarborough's four 4.5. 4.4 4, 4 yards per carry right now.
3: Bo Scarborough and Karrion Johnson are two different backs. Are they? The
1: thing is, if, if Bo Scarborough is able to get 4.5 yards per carry right now with the same offensive line, and if carryry-on can't do it these last two games, you, what, what I'm saying is if he can't, if Karrion comes into the next two games, he's having to three yards of carry. or if he, That three yards, of the, that 3.3 yards, 3. 3 yards of carry is, is, is kind of misleading because he had one good game.
3: I'm sorry if you take I'm, away I'm,
1: that Kansas City game. He's averaging like uh, like two yards per carry. I'm not getting that has been,
3: even if he's still bad this year, like if he's bad like play. Let's say they play him these last two games. Remember, they have a three week period, and they can determine when he comes back. If if he comes back, I'm gonna really question what they're doing because there's absolutely no point in playing him right now. Malcolm, who's your number one back for next year on the roster right there, now? There, if there's a say. whole
1: off season, and that's I'm just saying. The thing right
3: just... now, forget about the off season. Right now, who would be your number one back going into the year? What
1: going to what week sixteen and seventeen
3: next year?
1: It'd be carry on. Next Johnson. year, I would. This is the thing. This is what I'm trying to explain to you. If carry on is 100 percent healthy, well, if he, he is, if if that's what I said, if he is 100 percent healthy. And he gets hurt the last two games. It's not meant to be for Carry On. Carry On is a guy right now that just can't stay healthy. If he gets hurt, if he's 100 percent, and he comes to the last two games and get hurt again, I have no faith of Carry On playing seven, sixteen games next year. I have zero faith in Carry On playing sixteen games next year. So what I'm gonna do? I'm the GM. I'm going all in on Derrick Henry. I'm giving. I'm gonna okay, give but Derrick you
3: Henry a max contract
1: to come to Detroit. You got to remember though, they don't
3: value backs that much in Detroit because they offered like Malcolm Brown, like the guy from uh, the reason, say, uh, they LA Rams. They know they need a running back.
1: They, know they, they need don't need a running. They back. don't value them. They refuse to
3: pay Mark Ingram four million a year, man.
1: They had faith in Carry On. They Carry On was their main guy. Why would you invest in a in a, in a Why would you invest top money in running back when you just drafted? They in the invested guy?
3: two million or two point seven five or whatever in Chris and C J Anderson.
1: Yes, exactly, because they're not going to spend – they're not going to give a, a, a Le'Veon Bell-type money when they have on Johnson. on Johnson is the, the guy who they're thinking he's going to be their future back. But if on can't stay healthy, I mean, your best ability is your availability. Okay,
3: but I just read this – I agree with that. But I just read this, like, long injury report, right?
1: Exactly.
3: Why would you even draft him? Like, I love Kerryon, but why would you even draft him? That's a different that question. Yeah, that's, yeah, a,
1: that's, a, that's a whole different question. That's a different yeah, question. Yeah, I'm just
3: saying – As a GM, though, you're the GM, right? You know he has all this injury history. Why don't you sign a legitimate backup? They thought they didn't see Jay Anderson, but he was overweight, and he was bad. He was really bad. So why did you draft this? You traded off for him, too.
1: Maybe he cleared medicals, and he was good to go. I mean, Frank Gore, when he was in college, he blew his knee out.
3: Yeah, that, but bro, that, that, this guy had high school injuries like every year, college, every year, NFL, every year. Like, it so hasn't so,
1: changed So Frank Gore all, all in U.M.? <laughs> when Frank Gore was in U.M., he was blowing his knee out left and right, getting hurt left and right. And look at Frank Gore. He's number three in rushing all time.
3: Frank Gore, is a, he's, he's a legend. It's different. I just feel it, bad about on. I love his game. I still love his game. It's just I hope he can stay healthy. That's the number one question. But, yeah. like, if he gets hurt, though, they're going to look stupid for activating him.
1: If he gets hurt, then, like I said, it's not meant to be for carry on. Then that way, if, if he so gets you hurt,
3: on. this this you, is why I'm getting. So you're saying it's time meant to me. That's why I brought this up. So you're moving on from a second round pick that you traded up for.
1: Yeah, he's right, right. now, he prove he can't stay healthy.
3: Okay, so then let's say Bob Quinn, the last last year's draft, Deshaun Hand can stay healthy. He's also really important, and Carryon Johnson can't stay healthy. Do I don't do like
2: Bob. Here? I don't like Bob Quinn. <laughs> right.
3: <exactly. laughs> well, I'm not. Well, I'm well, well, I'm all say,
1: this. I mean, right now, like they need a guy that can run the ball. They need a running back. And if you if you keep carry on, and knowing that he's going to get hurt, or you're worried you're going to get hurt, you're following the same path as But regardless.
3: Dude. You have to. You have to get insurance next year. You have to get a legitimate backup because, I mean, his injury history it's it's lengthy, and he he hasn't proven it yet.
1: You're gonna. I know, but what if you're gonna have the vision that carry on's your number one guy? You're gonna invest top money on a running back.
3: They have to do it this year. Let's say I'm carry not- on. Out, balls out these last two games, right? Do You yeah. still have faith he's healthy next year.
2: I need a compliment for him. I said well, that regardless.
1: Well, it, it's, it's more than injury. No, that's no, what what I'm saying.
3: What's Let's say he balls out. Let's because let's if just he say he out, like kills
1: it. He kills it. So say if Carry on is averaging five yards a carry like he was his rookie year but or
3: against, uh,
1: close to four. You know, as long as he's gaining yards. I mean, his biggest run this year is fourteen yards. I mean, he just needs a. Pr- I, I just want to see more from Carry On. I want to see that it's not a decline from Carry On, and uh, he's improving. I don't
3: think there's. Dec- I haven't seen. It. I haven't seen any. I haven't decline. seen like a second year. So he's a sophomore. You call it a sophomore slump. I don't he see. You it
1: call a sophomore slump, but it's also buried with injuries. I mean, he hasn't been. He was an IR last year. He's an IR this year. I love to do. I love Carry On, but I do too. I mean, he has to. He has to prove that he could stay healthy, or and it's more than that too. I mean. We can't be cautious with our. I mean, the running back is one of the most physical positions on the field.
3: That's why you have to be cautious with him because if he's hurt next year, there's no, you're losing him for next year.
1: If if he gets hurt for these last two games, you just go all in on Derrick Henry. But you You invested a second
3: round. What I'm saying is you have to protect your asset, though. You invested a second round him. There's no point in playing him.
1: But he's he's a running back. You can't exactly. They get
3: hurt a lot. That's what I'm trying to say. You have to protect your asset.
1: No, you carry on. Carry on. Is a different story. He has to prove that he could carry more than 15 carries a game and not get hurt. He needs to prove that he could play. He could play games and not get hurt. He needs to prove. He needs to prove this stuff. This is the stuff he needs to prove. He needs to prove that he could play and not get hurt. I'm
3: just saying, though. Like I, I wouldn't play him, But everyone has their opinion. So
1: yeah, I mean, that's all I say. He has right now. He has to prove that a yeah, he he's making a, a, at least an, uh, some type of a
2: jump, and and then he could play. He
1: he could he could be healthy.
2: All I'm going to say is, though, when Jamal Agnew towards ACO week five last year versus the Packers, missed basically the whole year. We had five wins at the point. We activated him for week 17 meaningless football game in Green Bay.
3: I don't remember that, but that's what I mean, guys. Tyler has the best memory ever. <laughs> but, <laughs> but, no, but, uh,
2: what um, but what I'm but, saying like, is,
3: all, all respect to Jamal Agnew, though, he's just a returner. He doesn't get as much like, like, yeah. It's okay. round pick also, like it's a, like kinda of different. He doesn't have like as much like contact so he just returns the ball. He doesn't play much on defense. He's just a return well, So I, the injury the injury like concerns with him are a lot lower versus a running back versus a second round pick.
2: But but my point is though, if you're hundred percent healthy and you haven't proved anything anything to me yet, you need to be on the football field and I want to see this combo of both Scarborough and Carrion Johnson. I don't know if we'll ever get the chance to ever see it. I wanna see it these last two weeks versus uh, Denver and Green Bay, yeah. I want to see on carry the ball. I, I want to see him get the chance. I mean, I'm not going to protect him if he hasn't proved anything to me, honestly. I don't care if he's a second-round pick. I don't care if he's a first-round pick. I really do not care. If he's 100% healthy, he should be on the football field. That's all I'm going to say. Right. I have a
3: theory. I'll say my theory. I don't know if this is true, but it's a theory. Go no for it. Sure. I think ownership told them they had to win like these last couple of games or something for them to be back. This is just a theory. I don't know and i'm saying this because stafford hasn't been on ir okay they said because out of respect for stafford's competitiveness but this guy is your biggest asset your biggest investment the most important player on team he should not see the field at all he should be on ir i'm not a doctor but you should not be playing he should be on ir out of respect all that crap whatever when you're on ir you can still travel with the team you can still be on the sidelines so i I just want to clear that up and then another thing is like even um, like Tracy Walker, right? Like these last couple of games, he's been dealing with a knee injury. He's been in and out of the lineup. Is there a point for him to be out there? He's proven it, right?
2: Why is Trey Flowers out there? Why is Austin Bryant out there? Why do we actually have Austin Bryant? Then we weren't going to make the playoffs. that point mean, he's a rookie. He's
3: Austin. different. You have why to like is out there. Yeah, why
2: well, that's Han the thing. We,
3: we could we could do these questions all day.
2: It's just well, like what I'm saying is you could rest anybody at that point. Then yeah. <laughs> why is Galloway out there? I'm why pretty sure everybody's it? hurt some type of way. Yeah, Jones and like last
3: year. Part. Those guys have been on the injury report. I'm saying like, like your main guys though, your high investments, your really good players. Why are you risking an injury these last couple of games?
1: I mean, he's Kenny so Gallik go out there tomorrow and blow. He go out there Sunday and blow his knee. I mean, I hope that doesn't happen. I'm saying, no, any, I'm not
3: saying he's not, has not been on the injury report. I'm just I mean saying that. any player, have have any is a,
1: play. a risk. Any player is a risk, injury or not. Any player is a risk. I agree with that, but you can't, that's like saying anybody can't. They're playing right now. They can't tear their ACL? Exactly.
3: Look, this is the thing. You know Jeff Driscoll? He went on IR. He had a hamstring injury. They knew he wasn't probably going to heal until like two or three weeks. So there was no point holding an extra rush spot for quarterback. So they placed him on IR, right?
2: Okay.
3: That's obviously what happened because he was an emergency quarterback on Thursday night. I mean, on uh, Thanksgiving. He, he was active. And after that, like, you know what, we're placing him on IR. So the injury probably isn't as serious. you're looking at that. So then why didn't they do that with Stafford?
2: Or maybe it is more serious than what they thought it was because I've seen that all the time where players thought they could return in a week ends up being like a three-week lingering injury. I mean, this is a different sport, but I actually got this notification today: Kyrie Irving, who was only supposed to miss like four or five games, is a lot worse the injury expected. Just like, it
1: was like they, Austin Bryant in, in the preseason, he was day to day. day to day.
3: What's our medical staff doing? Like, we have to question them.
2: Well, yeah, that's fair. I mean, I don't. I'm not going to doubt you for questioning the medical staff but it's just like it's just like tricky man like but shit happens over time like you know a knee could be better one day and he could be worse in another
4: all right
3: but like you think about your most important player and i always think about this and it actually pisses me off stafford practiced monday i think through like wednesday through friday or friday they said he was limited i forgot right and what then they this? said, "Coming. This is before the game, um, where like they said he was going to play, and then he didn't play. Like Saturday, oh, the, sh- Chicago, the Chicago, game. Yeah. Yeah. Chicago game. Yeah. So he was practicing all week, and then they like they took they took an MRI or something on Friday. Why did they wait until Friday to do that? Why don't you do that after the game?
1: You see, I'm probably Stafford probably was like, I'm fine, I'm fine. Yeah, he's fine, but I'm like fine. You give me a guys, to, I'm fine.
3: Yeah, he could do all that, but as a medical staff." You have to protect your assets. You have to, like, even your players in general. It doesn't matter who it is. It, that's yeah, what he, he did. He that's why they held him off
1: that bro. game. That's why they held him off that game.
2: Yeah, but he, he shouldn't even have been practicing those two days, and he was practicing. See, I like I said, I'm not going to question you for questioning the medical staff. Like, that's mm-hmm. fair. I'm not, I'm just saying, if carry-on's 100% healthy, I think he should be on the football field. Yeah, that, that, that's,
1: that's my thing, too. If he's 100%, just, I, mean, right. I, mean, I mean, like I said, yeah, you're 100% you're out there playing, man. That's, that's just that's what it is.
2: Like you said, I'm not a doctor either, but if you have a broken back, that shit's not healing up in like two to three weeks. So. Yeah,
1: I don't think Saffer is going to He's not going to play. I mean, like I, I said. Why is he
2: IR, though?
1: They, they said I don't expect. I don't, I don't what's know.
3: Respect, though? What's the though? What's the point? You're just holding a roster spot. I should get Patricia on, get on here so you can ask
1: play. him. I, I have no idea. Yeah,
3: I think it's stupid, I don't think, think he's going to play. play. I don't think that he's going to you think uh, he'll be ready to play uh, from that standpoint?
1: Yeah.
2: And
3: get uh, to an execution from that standpoint.
2: All right, Matt. That's I mean, no, I like I said, I don't think he should be out there. I agree. I, I think it is stupid he's on the roster. I do. Um, at first, I thought, you know, maybe IR players couldn't be on the sidelines. That's, but that's I think, what I thought, too. But you mentioned to me, I guess, J.J. Watt's been out there for Houston. So yep. I, I, I don't know, honestly. Um, <laughs> I have no idea. If he is out there then well, that's a whole different part on a different day. And honestly, it might even cause for an emergency podcast because I'll be livid. If I, I, I see see
1: <laughs> Yeah. Is I, ever, I don't see it happen because Stafford, he will need a couple of weeks of practice. and Yeah, I agree. I, yeah, I hope, I, I, I hope, I
2: hope the God not. <laughs>
1: yeah, uh, for him to even play. And if they lose, lose out, I don't see what, play week 17 against Green Bay. Like, what's the point of that?
2: Yeah, and honestly, I don't give a shit if he's on the roster or not because who the hell is going to be up there? Joe Callahan? Sweet. (laughs) He's going to be inactive? Cool. Like, I mean, what are we doing here? Does it really matter? Exactly. All I'm saying is the staffer just going to be inactive every week. Like, who does it matter who's on the sideline, staffer or Joe Callahan? I yeah, mean,
3: why don't you bring up, like, let's say, like, a wide receiver to develop, like Travis Fulgham or someone on the practice squad to develop?
2: Yeah, you could. But what regardless, I mean, like, regardless, someone. regardless, you're going to need someone inactive for the spot anyways.
3: Yeah, but I'm just saying, like, you probably could have, like, another minor injury where a guy could be out for a game or something. It's just like...
2: Well, if that happens, then maybe... I, I don't know, honestly, because I don't know what the hell they think. Yeah. but I,
1: I don't but, know. There, there's something. There, there's something going on. He's yeah, not some fishy play.
2: shit going on there. I'm not. He's
1: he's not. He, there's no way he plays. There's there's, there's a situation I see that he plays. He's
2: not on IR, man. But maybe if another does a minor injury does pop up where they need to promote someone, you no, know, maybe they will play staff on IR. I guess we'll see. Yeah. But that's something to wait and see. I guess for I I think he should be on IR. I agree. But as of right now, there's nothing like. I mean, who is it going to be Joe Callahan or Stafford? I mean, there's not really anyone needs to promote right now, so that's why I don't really like give a shit too much right now about it. Yeah. But
1: as long as he's honestly, not playing, I don't care.
2: Yeah, yeah. As long as he's not the moment playing, that
1: he starts practicing and I see like limited participant, then yeah, that, I'm like, oh, what the fuck? That's what <laughs> <laughs> we start. That's when we can start.
3: Questioning well, that six on, week uh, window clears uh, next week versus Tampa, so we'll, we'll see, man. That's I why I'm now.
2: let's just say i told you i'll be livid i'll I'll come on here and i'll be livid (laughs) all right that is a wrap to episode 64 of the pride podcast i hope you guys enjoyed our analysis on the minnesota vikings game coming up this sunday and some of you guys voicemail so yeah keep them coming we enjoy them and yeah they're fun to talk about but that's all i got hope you guys enjoy your weekend and yeah peace out lions fans
3: Alright guys, before I let you go, make sure you subscribe, rate, and review on Apple Podcasts. We appreciate the support. I'm out. Peace.
1: Alright everybody, I just want to say um, thank you for everybody that's tuning in. Um, if you want to leave a voicemail, if you want to give a shout out, you just want to yell and scream, you want to vent, give us a call. Leave a voicemail. Uh, the number is 313-355-3116.
2: And I'm out. Did you hold a hold on did you guys notice this is the first episode? I don't think we got a Patricia call. Actually, never mind. we did. Never mind. Cancel that. We did we didn't
3: get a Patricia call, but we're out. <laughs> peace. Alright guys, peace out. <laughs>